Excuse me. Let's try that again. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's 10 a.m. It's time for a video. Woo! Let's go. Hello everyone, my name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Live, the series that covers the nerdy, the geeky, the fandom, and the more carefree stuff. Now, this uh, decade may not have been when I was first born, but I do remember some of this stuff. We're going to go over 10 kid shows from the 2000s, and thanks to IMDb and their lists, they have given me a very easy way to look through and see the ones that either I remember or the ones that were kind of forgotten a little bit. So without further ado, let's jump in. All right, first one, and this one is from 2001 to 2004. We have Lizzie McGuire, obviously Hilary Duff, uh, probably what put her on the map. And then of course, Adam Lamberg, Robert Carradine, and Lane, among other actors as well. This was one of Disney's teen, what do you call it? I don't know, sitcoms, dramas, whatever. Um, really, I think the biggest thing that I remember is the mix of live action animation. Obviously in her head, she had her little cartoon version of her that would do things. And basically that was who was talking to you while she was doing her thing. Um, again, it's hard to pinpoint whether or not this was something that was a big deal. Um, looking back, it's probably a little more nostalgic than it, than it is. Um, but it definitely is something that when you say the name, whether you watched, um, what was it on, Nickelodeon? No, Disney, Disney, maybe. Let me look. But whether you're watching the show or not, um, Lizzie McGuire is a name that many people will know. Um, let's see, IMDb, do your thing, help us out. Were we on Nickelodeon? Were we on Disney? Uh, Disney Channel, there we go, okay. Disney Channel. So Lizzie McGuire is definitely one that almost everybody watching or will be watching or just in general has heard of. Since then, uh, Hilary Duff personally has gone off to do multiple things, TV movies, other TV shows, I believe dabbled in some music as well. Um, but her name is still synonymous with that. Her sister, of course, also has her own doing as well. So the Duff family overall Everybody knows that name as well. Robert Carradine, obviously off of the long line of Carradines, uh, played her dad, and we all know from movies like um, Kill Bill, as well as I think the, the, the father Carradine has been in multiple movies as well from there. Um, Revenge of the Nerds, there we go. I knew there was another big one too. Um, so it had the people, it had the plot basically, and it was Disney. It was Disney as it was all the way. All right, number two from 2001, 2005, and this one actually just got rebooted on Disney Plus, The Proud Family. Kyla Pratt, Tommy Davidson, Joe Marie Payton, Paul J. Parker, 
and many more voiced the characters of this um, African-American family. I believe it was the first there that they did. So that was a big deal. But of course, again, people such as Tommy Davidson from, I think, um, In Living Color, and of course, Kyla Pratt, who ended up going on to do multiple things, gave the voices of the people who we are. Um, what's nice about this is that if you like uh, family sitcoms and dramas, but you are more obviously teen age, you'll appreciate this cartoon more. Um, Disney, I think for a while, you know, 90s and I guess into 2000s, did pretty well as far as their um, animation, their live action, their general shows. Nowadays, you know, it's a lot of the same. And that brings me to why I brought up the reboot thing, because I believe it either is coming out soon or it just came out. But there is a reboot of this. Um, it might be in movie form. It might be, excuse me, guys. Whew, sorry. <coughs> excuse me. Um, it might be in movie form. It might be in <coughs> movie form. It might be cartoon. But again, it's it was good. I'm sure it's still good. But it's a lot of Disney doing what they do a lot of now, which is recreate what they used to have and maybe for them that's good because maybe they know what works and what doesn't but at the same time at least for me i kind of wish that there was a little bit of a different thing all right number three in this one if you don't know who this is where have you been from 2000 2003 we have the original cartoon version of clifford the big red dog obviously this was based off the books previous recently they made the movie we'll talk about that in a second but we had voices such as the late, great John Ritter, Greg Griffin, Tom Eastwood, um, and so many more. I think Kel Mitchell uh, was on it. So we had a lot of, of voices from who did other kid or uh, uh, teen shows at the time. And of course, big voices like John and Gray, among others, who are known for being an actor. Clifford the Big Red Dog, I think, worked perfectly because as a book previous, most everybody who had Scholastic go to their school. Excuse me. This was one of the biggest series that was there. Recently, with the new movie coming out, I found out that the books were actually stopped uh, being written a while ago. And the person who made the new movie is not the original artist or author or connection, but they, I guess, bought the rights to do the film. Now, I haven't seen it. One of the things, if you know me well, is I'm very hard-pressed when they turn a cartoon into a live action, but it is cute. I mean, it's a giant red dog that everybody loves, so I give them that there. But for me, if you want to go old school, and PBS still does, uh, shows reruns, and I think new episodes too, um, Clifford the Big Red Dog, the series, the cartoon, really brings me back to childhood. Um, there was the toys, there was the, the books, obviously, uh, the home videos. Um, it's hard to really put it into words what it was. It's basically, if you guys don't know the story, um, she gets the dog from somebody and he says, he will grow as much as you love him. So apparently the little girl in the <laughs> book loved him that much and he became a giant. Um, he stopped growing at some point, so maybe that's just how it works. Um, but of course, you know, he talks, he's got his other dog friends who are normal size and all of them go on adventures 
And of course, being a PBS show, it's teaching kids, uh, you know, manners and morals and being good and, you know, how to be how to be nice to others and to the world. So if I if you haven't or you or if you used to watch it, go uh, check it on PBS. I know they have a I'm sure they have a streaming app, but if you have, um, you know, Spectrum or DirecTV, uh, PBS is on there. And usually they have some reruns and you can, you know, check their on-demand library. So that's number three. Number four. All right, so now we are going into a rather obscure one that was actually partially created by, I believe, Gene Simmons, the lead singer of KISS. And you'll understand why. This was the Canadian cartoon, My Dad the Rockstar, from 2004 or 2003 to 2004. We will understand why it only lasted a year. Um, this is definitely one of those very obscure, only in the 90s or 2000s would this work. Basically, it follows the um, um, story of a, of a kid whose dad is a famous rock star. Now, funny enough, the reason why he looks like he does is because it was partially based on uh, Gene Simmons, but more so his book, also titled My Dad the Rockstar, uh, Rebel Without a Nose Ring. Um, so obviously Gene Simmons had some input on it. And <clears throat> if you were a KISS fan or are a KISS fan, you'll like it. It's funny. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, you know, whatever. It was unfortunately listed on a WatchMojo list of the top cartoons that age badly. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was overall, excuse me, horrible of a cartoon. Most of the time when it's a non-franchise cartoon, you'll notice they only last about a year or two. In this case, it was a year. But you can, if you choose, to you can um, get digital copies. I'm sure you can get it on DVD. Um, but again, it's just a, it's a silly, out-of-the-box, why would you make that cartoon cartoon? Um, other than the appeal to the connection to the, the group or the, the uh, Gene Simmons himself, um, it's hard to put a reasoning on why you'd want to watch it personally. Um, again, I'm not a, I, I like Kiss. I like some Kiss songs. I'm not a fan. I'm not a uber fan of the band, but I guess it could be seen as funny connection as they literally, you know, made this guy's face and hair and whatever look like a member of the band. So it's funny if you want some um, out-of-the-box cartoon to watch, go check it out. Um, okay, so let's see. Ah, okay. Um, number, what are we on? Number five? Number five, I think. Yeah, number five. Okay, so if you were a fan of Nickelodeon or you watch Nickelodeon, you'll remember this very well. From 02 to 06, Adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Um, with voices like Debbie Derryberry, Jeffrey Garcia, Rob Paulson, and Carolyn Lawrence, this was the series that everybody wanted to be. He had a robot dog. He made spaceships. He knew how to make laser guns. He was literally a boy genius scientist. Um, Nickelodeon is good, uh, opposite Disney, of making the weird actually become fairly popular franchise. Um, this actually ended up crossing over with Fairly Odd Parents at one point. It had a couple of movies. I believe they made a, a, a live action, a straight to video. This one, 
while I don't think I would appreciate it now, I did watch it more or less during the time it was on. Four years, not bad for a Nickelodeon, not the longest for a Nickelodeon, but not super, um, not super bad considering. Of course, the voices I mentioned, you'll recognize many from other cartoons, other Nickelodeon, stuff like Animaniacs, um, and of course, many, many others. That's the thing guys will notice on here. Most of the animated ones here, it's the same actors because those are the ones who we know as far as characters, whether it's from stuff like uh, Batman Animated Series, Pokemon, uh, Wild Thornberries, Rugrats, all of those cartoons share sometimes, not all the time, share uh, voice actors, especially when it's something like Pokemon translated from Japan to America. We obviously have the American voices over the others. And a lot of the times those American voices are from other cartoons. But I really advise, if you can, I know Paramount Plus you have to buy, but if you can, um, you know, rent a copy or get a couple episodes on Amazon, watch it a little bit. Um, it's it's really, it's, it's actually a very good cartoon for the time. It, you know, again, none of these would really work now, but it really worked, I think, for the time frame. All right, number six here. Now this one, a little obscure, but if you are a Marvel fan, if you didn't know, Marvel had many animated series other than the mainstream that were more anime style. One of them was um, Iron Man. This one was strictly in 2010, very few episodes, but it was basically many of his characters and missions and whatnot in a few episodes. I believe it was only a series. Um, they did the same thing with Blade. They did the same thing with, I think, Spider-Man at one point. Um, I think the X-Men had one as well. Um, so this one was later in the 2000s. So this kind of goes over. I was kind of sticking to ones closer to the beginning, but, you know, honorable mention, right? So at number six, we're putting Iron Man. Again, if you know the story, you know the characters, it's great. If you don't know... It still is kind of cool if you're a fan of that style of animation. It really works great for Marvel, for DC, for Star Wars, for any of those, because those, you know, mo they're all live action movies. So for me, I think what's the best way to animate them? Animate them in a way like anime does, where the people look like people. Yes, sometimes they were, um, you know, drawn really oddly. But more or less, you have you have images of what people look like. And if you like the stories, you like the characters, why not give it a try? This one, I don't know where to find it because most of these were specifically on for like a year, maybe not even, and that was that. I would bet though on Amazon or on um, any, any basically thing you can buy a DVD from, you probably would be able to find these guys there. I will, I'm going to try to give it a try and see if I can find them. Um, you know, they're fun. I think they're fun and they still work to the day because obviously Marvel is still popular. All right, number seven, we are popping over to Cartoon Network for a little while. From 05 to 08, we had Ben 10. Again, kind of like Jimmy Neutron, this kid had the power to transform into different alien creatures and monsters with the help of his little, I don't know, power thing on his arm, whatever you call it. Um, the Omin, um, Omnitrix, there you go. Um, this one again, 
it gives you the the viewer kind of like what you were um kind of what you wanted wouldn't it be cool to be able to have the alien power to like transform or to do things and again he's a normal kid trying to live a normal life but he ends up finding this magic alien thing and boom he ends up kind of saving the world with actors like tara strong and d bradley baker among others who also do many other cartoons you'll recognize these voices from everything else this too i liked it it was good i don't know you know I actually, you know, you know what? I actually think I probably would be okay with this now because it's still fairly, fairly active, fairly new. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, fairly new. But it's a really good, it's a really good story. It's really good animation. And that's why it comes in at number eight. All right, guys, we are coming down to the end here. At number nine, Stargate Infinity. If you want a really weird old school, from 2002-2003, they made a cartoon off of the franchise Stargate. Now, of course, Stargate originally, we had Kurt Russell and James Spader. It ended up going on to a TV show, which had other spinoffs, I believe, one with Jason Momoa. And now, we learn that it was also a cartoon at some point. Similar to Iron Man, it was styled in the way that you kind of do anime mixed with Americanized um stories. Now, Starship Troopers is something like this as well, where it kind of followed the adventures of what the movie would have done, and this was just that. So if you guys remember the plot of the film, the Stargate allowed them to interact with other worlds. Obviously, there was that the um, battles between the aliens. This one basically was many, many episodes of the film of all the places they went to. So think of the TV show if the TV show was animated. Um, this one you can watch on the Con TV app, which has kind of the old obscure shows, movies, and cartoons, um, if you have Prime Video. Or if you just want to get a couple episodes off Prime, go for it there. So that one I think is really cool, strictly because, um, again, it's off of a show and a movie, both that did fairly well. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. That did fairly well. And it's just a really, really, it's a really, really cool, you know, it's a really cool thing. All right, number 10 to wrap it up. Of course, I said it earlier, The Fairly Odd Parents. Not really my cup of tea. I did watch it a few times. This one also, it's a boy who gets to fairly fairy godparents, but of course, you know, wishes don't always work as they're supposed to. So as we know, Timmy Turner ends up getting these fairy godparents and goes on adventures, trying to do the things he wants, but definitely learns his lesson each time, or does he, because he does the same thing next episode. Again, if you're a fan of the old um, Nickelodeon stuff, this was, <clears throat> this was definitely one of the biggest franchises. They did, <clears throat> they did have some movies, some crossovers, live action, I believe. Um, and it just, it did hit well with those who watched it. Again, though, like everything else, I know it might still be on Nickelodeon, I'm not sure. Doesn't necessarily fit the mold now, but... <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me, now, but it is definitely one to put on the list. So we hope you enjoyed. I'm gonna go to some water in a minute. Before we end, of course, we have our um, 
da, 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 da. Comments. So first up, there you go. My wonderful wife, Lizzie McGar, was the best. I've definitely never seen a cartoon real life combo like that. And it was so relatable. For those who were in high school at the time or middle school, it definitely made you feel like somebody else understood what you were doing. And yes, as I was looking for it, Disney for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, what do we see? Ha, I don't remember the Gene Simmons inspired one. Sounds amusing. It is very interesting. The guy, you know, he's got the full uh, face paint. He's got the funky hair. He plays, you know, the, the same type of guitar. Um, again, it's one of those ones that it's not necessarily well-known or well-liked by everybody, but if you were a fan of it, it had its moment in the sun, basically. Lastly, Jimmy Neutron is like Dexter, right? Both boy geniuses during experience. That is a good one, too. I totally forgot about Dexter's Laboratory that basically a lot of people say kind of paved the way for what cartoons are. Same thing. Um, Boy Genius, Secret Lab, you know, his sister was always getting in the way. His parents really didn't know what was happening half the time. But again, same thing. Um, Both kids were trying to keep their, you know, secrets uh, uh, away. But of course, things wouldn't always work out. Until the end of the episode when everything went back to normal and, oh, oh, excuse me, oh, oh, excuse me, went back to normal and all was good. Thank you so much for the comments. All right, guys. So thank you all for watching us. If you're able to join us live, awesome. If you haven't yet, please subscribe YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. The more you give to us, the more we give back to you. We have another video tomorrow. Got so many fun things coming up. We have our April 23rd special 10 person only mindful art event. So the link will be below. Um, get your tickets before they sell. That's going to be really awesome. Oh, excuse me. Um, until next time, guys, have a wonderful day.